Hello and welcome to today's episode of Akron's podcast about manufacturing tech. I am Daniela Philip. I work in our marketing department and I have the pleasure of interviewing uh, Kun Vromas from our product team today. Uh, Kun, could you please introduce yourself? Yes, Daniela. Hello, I'm uh, Kun Vromans. I'm a product manager at the Cruent. Uh, at the Cruent, we have a, a portfolio of solutions for facility management, um, SaaS-based solutions, and I'm the product manager for Meridian Cloud, which is our engineering information management solution uh, for SaaS. Uh, today, we will talk about uh, the life science industry. That's uh, one of the industries that we uh, are focusing on with our, our solutions. And I'm here to uh, provide you an overview of what we do, um, what we do today, and what we have, where we are coming from, uh, with our customers. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much for the introduction. And uh, let's jump into uh, some of the today's topics that we're going to talk about. And uh, first, I think it would be very important for um, our listeners to understand a little bit more of the background of this industry. Um, so can you tell us, since Akron has been working with life science companies for over a decade now, uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that historic um, knowledge that you have what did this industry look like 10 years ago versus what's happening today yeah uh, to put it a little bit in perspective um, the life science industry is part of our process manufacturing uh, business unit and process manufacturing is part of the manufacturing in within manufacturing you have the discrete the discrete part and the process part and process is everything that is being processed uh, is a continuous process it's about uh, energy utilities uh, um, also uh, pharmaceuticals chemicals all those continuous processes that we see in the manufacturing industry that's what we call process industry yeah. and that's the the highest level if you take it one level down to the life sciences then like i already said we have the, the pharmaceuticals and why <laughs> are those the more specific parts what do they do different than the other let's say manufacturing customers is that they have a very controlled process for their regulatory compliance. So they need to prove everything. And we, we're talking about medicines and, and for, uh, for people and also for animals. And in that industry, they need to prove every step of the, of the process. And it's not only the, the development of the, the new drugs or products they're making, or vaccines, uh, that's a hot topic at the moment, but also they want to look at which equipment do you use, how do you use, what are the steps, and how do you move forward in order to produce the, the products uh, with the right quality. So yeah. it's all about quality, and quality is translated in describing what you do uh, in the process, in the factory, uh, within the equipment, uh, and all the steps behind each other. So that is the the process we want to manage and the, the quality needs to be guaranteed and you guarantee the quality by describing everything in documents. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Um, and um, obviously we, we don't want to ignore the big elephant in the room, so to speak. Um, so speaking about the pandemic, um, we've seen it affect different markets in very different ways. Can you tell us a little bit about how exactly it's impacted the life science industry? Yeah, it has, a, I would say, a, a big impact on the life science industry. Uh, what we have seen for the vaccine, especially the vaccine manufacturers, they were uh, ramping up 
uh, they needed to that was about two years ago uh, they certainly had the uh, we had the uh, the big elephant uh, coming out and um, we had the uh, well those those customers those are all our customers and they were challenged to first find the new vaccine and then and and that was that was only part of the challenge the the next challenge was is to manufacture the vaccines en masse on a global basis and that's where the 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 scalability of our uh, of of those customers and how they would manufacture comes in so they mm -hmm. were not only producing and and trial do the clinical trials in a single location they needed to do it globally mm -hmm. and we see that different um manufacturers mm -hmm. have have approached it in a different way and some have mm -hmm. uh, gained major success and others mm -hmm stayed a little bit behind because they were doing a more traditional way in um, producing and, and scaling up the uh, yeah the manufacturing capacity. Okay, okay. So um, actually interesting, you just mentioned about some companies trying to do the uh, to do things the old way. And uh, as we know, digitalization is a very big trend for pretty much every industry. Um, what uh, would you say is the situation in pharma? Is, is it also picking up? Like, where are we and where are we going? Uh, some um, manufacturing or pharmaceutical companies are picking up fast. They really, and those are primarily the the, uh, the fast growing, the biggest companies, but also the uh, the new technology uh, companies that that want to uh, address the, uh, the new vaccines fast. Um, and what you see, so that is the uh, the, the fast the, the fast growing majority of the uh, pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. They really pick up on the uh, digitalization of the information. So what we see is uh, a big migration effort from mm -hmm. legacy data, which can be uh, on paper, but it can also be in legacy databases that are not they are not able to maintain it anymore. So mm -hmm. we extract the data and then import it in our system um, in order to make sure that they have a, a track record of everything they did uh, not only for now but also from the past so we have mm -hmm. also the retired or the archived data in our system to prove the auditors that they have done gone through the process not just now but over the last let's say 10 years that, mm -hmm. that the project uh, the process is under under control okay yeah um and um looking at this uh, and all these changes that are happening obviously um, we often see some companies that maybe fail or at least fall behind their competition. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit from uh, your own experience working with clients or just hearing about others in the market. Um, what, what do you think the companies did wrong when they failed or when they fell behind their competition? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they do something wrong, but <laughs> some companies do it a new way and other companies do it an old way. And I give you one example. And that's typically what we see here is that uh, some companies we have a, all pharmaceutical companies have to go to an ad, and at least an annual audit. So mm -hmm. the auditors come in and they check if the system is still working according to the procedures. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have two ways of managing the change when your process is changing, your equipment yep. is changing. So it's evolving, right? Mm -hmm. uh, when you go, uh, some companies say, okay, we're going to do the entire revalidation process completely over again and that's a huge effort in order to write down your procedures check your procedures te test your scripts mm -hmm. test your process test the equipment 
So mm -hmm. it's a lot of testing going on. And not, yeah. So that's one approach. And that's a very cumbersome, uh, yeah. very intensive, also for the, the our customers themselves, because mm -hmm. everybody is, is involved in that process and they all need to deliver uh, the, uh, the right documentation at a certain moment in time to get mm -hmm. it ready for the auditors to check. That's one approach. And that's the, the, the high intensive approach. The other approach is that you maintain a record of all the changes that you do over a year and you, every change is going through a kind of risk assessment. And that's also the, the process that we are following. So every change you wanna to make to the system is noted and is addressed mm -hmm. in the risk assessment. Um, we have a, I get to that later, but you get, you get to the, the process of the, only the changes that you make are being mm -hmm. assessed and are being audited. And okay. if you can prove that only your changes are going through the change control yeah. and also feedback in the original process. So you check your original procedures if they are still valid yeah, because mm -hmm. sometimes you have a um, information change, a property change, a process change, a workflow change, any change, you, you only record the changes and the changes will prove that you have your change control changes under control. And then you can also prove by to the auditors, look, this is what we have changed, this and then, that was the reason, etc. No, that's um, that's actually very good to know. I'm sure that uh, a lot of uh, people listening to this uh, might uh, benefit from keeping that in mind uh, when they approach these processes. Um, but now to look on a more positive side, um, Similarly, uh, a lot of companies have seen a lot of success in recent years and big growth. Uh, would you say there was any particular factors that helped them achieve that uh, success? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Some companies are more agile and more flexible in the way they approach the, the, new, the new development of the new uh, medicines uh, in order to move faster and move forward. Uh, what we also see is that the, I was in the introduction talking about the scaling, right? Mm -hmm. Nowadays, a, a pharmaceutical company does not do the production all by itself. They have third parties that are producing for them, mm -hmm. but those, those um, let's say manufacturing sites, they also need to ramp up and they need mm -hmm. to work according to the same standards. So I think the customers that the pharmaceutical companies that are most successful are the ones that were able to work together with their contract manufacturers in order to have the same quality and the same and inc to increase their own capacity by mm -hmm. applying the same controls to those uh, contract manufacturers okay okay that's brilliant i like that um that's very good advice thank you and um uh, actually, in terms of advice, uh, I guess uh, one of the last questions as far as the general situation of the market goes, uh, I'd be curious to understand uh, what are the specific changes that happened in document management, um, as this is something that Accruant and its products specialize in, and uh, what would be your advice uh, for people in the life science industry who deal specifically with document management? Yeah. If you look at life sciences uh, in specifically, then there is two things to, to keep in mind. Uh, one is the, the validation effort uh, in the installation, operational and uh, production qualification phases. That takes a lot of time and effort. And if you can outsource uh, part or not everything, but most of the efforts in order to keep validated, that would be a big advantage. 
the second thing at our advice we can give is uh, there is a trend moving to cloud um, also in the life science industry uh, so you go from an on-prem systems to a cloud environment and uh, you can question uh, what what is safer on-prem or cloud well that's that's to be debated uh, we are SOC 2 type 2 compliant so it's 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 safe to go there so to say however uh, you also need to take into uh, account that a cloud environment is automatically progressing is automatically updated uh, over the lifetime of the, the of the system in order to keep up with those changes you also need to have your change control into into in, in place and that is a yeah we call it a validation documentation set you need to keep that documentation set up to date and that's something we can help you with because we we have the installation we already have the specifications and then it's just a matter of, of executing the right test scenarios in order to see if your system is still validated and if you can still prove that you are uh, in line with uh, the regulations for the life science industry. Well, um, Kun, thank you so much for uh, sharing all these um, really good insights into the life in, uh, science industry, the background, the history, uh, the situation they're facing today. Um, that was really good information, and I really look forward to next time when we're going to be talking more specifically about what Accruent as a SaaS company does in order to help uh, companies in this industry. So thank you everyone for tuning in today. And if you would like to see some additional uh, documents and information, uh, there should be a link in the description of the episode. Thank you. Thank you too.